Welcome to Exploring Video Games. I'm Anna, and today is Thursday, April 21st, 2022. So for this week, I played the 2013 game Impossible Nostalgias. Uh, this was developed by Measure of a Man, LLC, and released by Sony for the PlayStation 3. Uh, the writing team on this is David Wanless and Sydney Dovespurn, and the art design is headed by the wonderful Ryan Hamrise, uh, who also did the Dynamite 5 series, which I love. Uh, and this is similarly beautiful and kind of dirty and sweaty feeling uh, in a great way, I thought. Uh, so this is very propulsive and paranoid. Uh, it's very fun. I had a blast with it. Uh, it's about a vast spy network in a dreamlike world. Uh, there's some magic involved. And you play as Poppy, a.k.a. Daisy, who's kind of an insane woman who is spying for the U.S. and possibly Britain. Uh, and you go on various missions and you try to hoard money and stay alive. I loved it. Uh, it makes you feel really cool. Um, I did not follow a lot of the plot, but it's extremely fun and undeniably great, I thought. I finished it in about 11 hours with $20 million, uh, and I thought that was pretty good. So you're Poppy, and your goal is to make money through spycraft. Uh, you have mild powers of influence and stealth uh, that is fueled by money. Uh, and these powers are also hampered to varying degrees by your handler, Harold. Uh, who also controls the biological implant that is in your eyes. Uh, it's a pretty violent game. Uh, there's lots of murder, uh, and the orbital implant is horrifying, uh, and it can malfunction when you get injured. It's very, very gross. Uh, the Dr. Tinnit stuff really stood out to me. Uh, it's very upsetting. Uh, he is your shady doctor that you go to when you need the implant fixed. Uh, his modular building is just like filthy and disgusting. Uh, definitely reminded me of the Dynamite 5 series there. Uh, and you see uh, Dr. Tennant only like a couple times, but it's very memorable, a very memorable environment. Uh, and some good like Easter egg stuff in there. If you like search around the ducks, you can find like weird rooms. Looks like some mind control stuff. There's like a theater with flashing lights. Lots of like sacks of what looks like poison or drugs or something. Uh, there's a lot in this game where it just gives you like creepy, mysterious stuff around like every corner. Uh, and a lot of it like goes nowhere or is not like part of the requirements of the game or whatever. Uh, and it just gives the feeling of a vast, sinister world. So the first part is pretty quick, pretty easy. Um, you collect information on the snowcasters. Uh, you worm your way into their group by repeating social interactions and driving them around. Uh, that was kind of annoying, I thought. Um, it's very, like, they're very quippy, uh, and there's too much of that. Uh, and I was relieved when that turned out to be kind of a small part of the game. 
Uh, I liked the driving there. Uh, it's very realistic, which makes it not very fun, uh, but in a good way, I thought. There's a couple mechanisms in the game that are very slow and difficult and kind of more realistic feeling. Uh, the driving, the weighing and bottling of the K-Cal, uh, and the gun stuff. Um, that was all like surprisingly boring and procedural. Uh, and I thought kind of nice, even though it was like grating at times. So to get close to people, you often repeat dialogue. Um, I did like some of the dialogue. Uh, it's often kind of like weird and like just tons of repetition. Uh, and it all kind of did feel like some like hypnotic spell. A line that's stuck in my head from the Snowcasters group is when one of the grocery store girls is basically saying that the people who ordered this food have never worked this type of job. Uh, and that was a great little like song of a sentence that you have to hear a million times. Uh, and that really worked for me. And I, uh, I liked that sentiment. So you get money from all the missions and you steal from people whenever you can. Uh, there's lots of like bribery, paying people to get information and stuff. Uh, also, your HP is proportional to the amount of money you have saved. Um, and that was kind of fun at first, just to figure out where you can hoard money, which is pretty much wherever. Um, so after you get the required information on the snowcasters, that brings in the second part of the game, uh, where you get sent on a mission to Ireland. Uh, that is a massive tone shift. Um, the first part, uh, the stuff in the U.S. is like pretty colorful and relatively soft. And the stuff in Ireland is kind of like ugly and gray and harsh. Um, there's much less dialogue here, and uh, all the Ireland stuff is basically just taking schematics of a bunch of trains. Uh, and I actually really liked that part. Um, it's like technically boring, I guess, or kind of just like slow and actionless. Uh, but I found it very satisfying and calming. I liked all the train noises, uh, and it's very simple and satisfying to just go like, car by car and do what the little beeper tells you to do. Uh, there's a good optional mission in the Irish part uh, that I did where you take a job for the Doyle group. Um, this is where you are Daisy. Um, and it's just more industrial stuff like getting and copying documents. Uh, and some of it you have to work blind so that the US team can't see through your eyeball implant. Uh, so there's a couple of places that you have to navigate by memory and sound. Uh, that was very hard, uh, but definitely cool. And it definitely feels like a big accomplishment when you figure it out. Uh, that took me a while. Uh, and there are more missions to do as Daisy. Um, but it seems like they all had that like intermittent blindness thing. So I just, I chose not to because I found that to be, uh, yeah, too hard, a little tedious. 
But yeah, it, that was an impressive little mechanism. Uh, the cell phones were very challenging. Uh, you get more and more gadgets as you go, and you have to use specific phones for dealing with specific people. Uh, and you can be killed or have your HP taken down when you mess that up. Um, I played pretty fast and loose with that, and I uh, never bothered to figure it out. I think I would have needed to take physical notes for that. And by, like, a couple hours in, you have, like, 20 different gadgets, and you keep accumulating them. I liked that. That was, like, kind of an over-the-top little piece. Uh, so the last part of the game, you go back to the U.S., you are poppy again. Uh, again, the aesthetics become softer and more colorful. Uh, the last big mission is very tense and paranoid. Uh, basically, you have to find and tail this grand magician, Peter Sweet. Uh, he runs the Findhorn Lodge, and all of his followers are trying to kill you and sabotage all your stuff and record you, etc. Uh, for basically like the last third of the game. Uh, and that's pretty annoying. Um, and it does get you in like a very paranoid place uh, where you're just like constantly doing inventories and trying to find bugs or whatever. Uh, and there's a couple smaller missions you do before you can get full access to the Findhorn Lodge. Um, and if you're being successfully tailed by someone, you have to like start over and figure out how to avoid them. I especially liked Lucy, the like hippie interpretive dancer. Uh, she's so obvious and stupid, uh, and she turns out to be like more sinister and less stupid than you think. Uh, I thought figuring that out was good. Uh, and her little dance troupe reminded me of the uh, Suspiria remake. I thought that was a beautiful little cutscene. Uh, the uranium transportation mission was very hard, uh, and I hated that. Um, the driving, again, is very difficult. And with that one, I really felt like it was very much luck over skill. Uh, it is beautiful, though. Um, there's lots of, like, shiny, rainy night streets and glimmering lights. Um, also, with that one, you have to go on a bunch of, like, chore missions after every attempt to have all your, like, equipment recalibrated and the implant fixed. Uh, I got very sick of that. I did not like that mission. So, once you get access to the lodge, uh, the lodge is great. Very spooky. Uh, I really liked the atmosphere. Uh, there are a couple skippable cutscenes of their rituals uh, that I really enjoyed. Uh, lots of like nudity and wealth and silly yet scary imagery. Very like eyes wide shut. Uh, some good theremin music. Uh, and that leads you to just skulking around and strategically bugging everything. Uh, that was a fun little maze. Uh, you learn all the rooms and which people you can, like, show yourself to and stuff. Uh, the big thing there is to reach the driving fountain and to kill the owl, which is some magical or technological source of energy for them. 
Um, I liked the ambiguity of the uh, magic and technology. It all seems to kind of meld together. Uh, the owl is pretty easy to kill once you get to it. Uh, maybe a little anticlimactic. Uh, then once you do, Harold and the U.S. team come in and you have to escape the building, which has like morphed and changed since you entered it. Uh, and that ends the game. So yeah, I really liked it. Uh, it's very atmospheric. Uh, there's some great glitches that uh, are intentional and some that seem like they may not be. Uh, which kind of adds to the paranoia and the dreamlike quality that a lot of the game has. Um, like I said, there is a lot of plot that I just kind of let go. Uh, but the game really guides you along well and definitely can be played uh, as I did with like not too much thought. Um, and it does feel kind of long, even though I liked it. Uh, I'm definitely going to play it again. Uh, I assume I'll understand some more stuff once I do. So yeah, it's fun and propulsive and it looks great. I definitely recommend playing it. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, I'm going to take a break from the show. Uh, to me, it kind of feels like I've maxed out on this formula. Uh, I do plan to keep writing and drawing, though, so I'm trying to figure out where that takes me. Uh, and yeah, I might keep up with the games, but I might not. Um, yeah, the website is exploringvideogames.tumblr.com. That's where I upload the screenshots. Uh, and you can email me at exploringvideogames.aol.com. Thanks so much for listening. I will see you in the future.